Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Oh, I got a live one here. What up, what up, what up? Uh, it's your boy, Aerie Spears in the building. I'm happy. Um, for, for Well, for two reasons. Uh, one, because we're in Florida. Uh, I told you, man, every now and then, these are one of those you circle on the calendar if you was an athlete because you're going to that city. Um, so we're in Orlando, baby. Uh, and as I always say, whether it's Miami, Tampa, West Palm, uh, Fort Lauderdale, your girls in Florida dress like you don't like your fathers. I love you. Uh, we're in the building. I'm Mary Spears. <laughs> Andy Steinberg, and we just got uh, we just set up. We're ready to go. It's going to be a good podcast. It's going uh, to be. It's going to be. It's going to be. It's, it's going to be a little race heavy. But then to promise you guys, because again, I know we get we get like this. Uh, next week we're going to keep it real light and fun. Uh, I got something brewing in the head. And uh, Andy and I are certainly old enough to relive these moments, and we're going to have you try to relive them with us. Should I just go ahead and tell them what I'm thinking? No. Why? Save it. Save it? Okay, fuck it. Save it. But so th- because this is going to be heavy, so uh, we're going to come at you nice and light next week. Um, I'm, I, second reason why I'm happy, uh, very special guest that we got on this podcast. Uh, she's a queen, man. She's a queen. Black royalty, baby. Kyla, right? Yeah. Kyla, what's your last name? Uh, Lacey. Lacey. Kyla Lacey, let me tell you what I've stumbled upon. And this is what the, I often say that the, the internet and social media is a blessing and a curse. Uh, this part is the blessing because every now and then as you scroll through, as you peruse looking for shit to entertain you, uh, I came across this young lady's poem. Somebody actually sent it to me in my DM and she did this poem uh, about white privilege and you know how like sometimes you just hear something and see something and your jaw disconnects from your face. And it was like, it was almost like if you were listening to a rap song or when you listen to Lauren Hill back in her, in her fucking, when she was in the Today's zone. Is it real? Yeah. Look at this coming. It's together. her 44th where she's celebrating her okay, 27th. Okay, there we go. And you would hear her spit something and you go, mm, mm, mm. And you do a thousand mms because shit's being said that's just fucking poignant. I would have heard that, but I wasn't allowed to listen to it. Why? Because Lauren Hill said so. She said you couldn't listen. White people can't. She didn't think white people should be listening to it. Well, that's another conversation for another day. Uh, and when has anybody ever stopped white folks from doing what y'all want to do? I just, wow. I just said I was just following her direction. All right. Um, so a thousand mms, and I heard this poem, man, and and I said I got to get this young lady on the goddamn podcast because here's what I did and and and, and forgive me Kylie uh, cuz I took your shit and I played it on the podcast oh, but the problem wow. okay. I played it on the podcast but the problem was you know with the Instagram you can only do so much right. and then mm-hmm. you you got to skip to the next part but then they overlap you got to it's the second part starts with the where the first part left off and not only that the the the, the volume clarity wasn't as good as it it, it should have been so I was like, I'm not doing this justice. Yeah, it had um, been pirated. So it was like from the original page and then somebody had taken it and downloaded it and put it on Instagram. So Okay. Yeah. So I, I said, uh, I got to have her come in 
and 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 redo this thing. Okay. Uh, where we can hear it with no overlap, no distortion, just straight. This is straight uncut Bolivian yayo, y'all. Straight blue magic. Do we want to know a little bit about her though we'll, before we'll you get, play? We'll, we'll, we'll get right. into that. I just want to make sure we. Get, I'm just. Get I'm, some. I'm trying to. I'm trying to set her up with all the coming to America like royalty introductions. I mean, from the rose petals to the royal bath. <laughs> this is a queen to be. A queen to be. Um, I love it, man. Uh, this is this is Blue Magic, like Pepsi. That's a brand name. She's gonna give it to you raw. But I, I'm also hoping that based on your knowledge and what okay. you did to put that poem together, something my spider sense is telling me that you are very insightful uh, to you. what we go through and what happens to our people and our plight. Uh, and this is why this is going to get interesting because Andy and I, we talk about race a lot on this podcast. Uh-huh. And sometimes his views, not that he disagrees, but sometimes the wording in which things are said uh, it leads to heated confrontation. Okay. And sometimes a lot of the But he's people- still alive, so it's yes. not that heated. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, he, he, got a, he got a forever pass at the cookout okay. and the okay. dice games. Okay. okay. Um, but people will write in and, you know, agree with me, my people, okay. and try to tell him where he's wrong. And he stands his ground. Um, but it often gets heated. So I mean, maybe. I, I can't imagine a, a white man, you know. Not understanding race completely, so <laughs> so to be able to have I'm shocked to, to be able to have another voice uh, and a female voice at that, uh, I think is going to be critical. Uh, and maybe as we dive deeper into the podcast, you also can serve another purpose because sometimes we talk about you know men, women, shit, relationships, and you know there are women who write into me, and we don't often yeah, get I, a woman's I mean, I, perspective. So I do um, talk about feminism and, and relationships as well in my poetry, right. so. I think that's an interesting thing. It's um, a lot of times like there's supposed to be some fragmented where I'm I'm not black. I mean I'm black, but I'm I'm not woman. You know right. what I'm saying? And there's you know my eloquence, you know, concerning anything that I have to say about being black for some reason is not respected when it comes to being a woman. Right, right. Well, you know that's sometimes par for the unfortunate course. Well, you know. Um. So. As as far as do you is there something you want to know? Because I want to dive into this poem. Is this I know you, you want to dive. Into, I want to know. I want to know about her poetry. I okay. want to know when you started writing poetry. I want to know what you do for uh, besides poetry, just so okay. that I have a perspective of who you are before I hear the. Okay. The, okay, the I could do that. Um, so I I think my first poem was copywritten when I was nine, and I want to say like the first time I ever did. Okay. Got that. The first time I ever did a poem was on accident. My father and I have this saying, and he said when I was a little girl, he was like, uh, see you later, alligator. And I was like, after all, crocodile, you know. And then he said, in the noon baboon, and I hit him with the real soon raccoon, and, and that was like I was about five or six or something like that. But um, I started doing poetry as a, a, a kid, and, you know, as a teenager, I was a real weird kid. And then... You know, it just kind of spiraled out of control, and I've been doing it for some years now. I had a friend who discovered my poetry book, and I, you know, just writing, and she was like, oh, you know, you're really good, you should, you know, I was like, nah, bro, you good, you know, stay out of my business. And so she begged me and begged me to finally get up and perform, and that was years ago, and, you know, here we are today. So I've I've done about 200 colleges and about uh, 40 different states. So I've, I've kind of done poetry for a minute, but it's it's weird to have a, you know, because the poem's gone viral before, but it really went viral this time. For that, for that particular one? White no, yeah, it's gone viral before. Oh, but okay. it's, it, you know, this time it, it right. went, you know, it was like viral on Facebook. Right, well, I mean, it, it was, yeah, it it was, was powerful. Yeah. yeah, well, thank you very it much. Thank That's you very what I'm much. saying, uncut Bolivian yayo. Was, I mean, it it's purish. better than Colombian, you know? <laughs> well, there we go. You know? Um, so without further ado, okay. um, y'all, please, um, even though you can't see it, but I can't see y'all, stand up, standing ovation, give Miss Kyla the queen. She will be presenting to you, and please listen. And this, and again, I'm not trying to drag this out, but this is why I wanted you here, and I okay. wanted you to do it, because what was said several times that made me go, mm. people, please listen. And by people, I mean white folks. Because black people, I know y'all going to already get it. This ain't 
we're going to fall right in rhythm. It's like double dutch. We know how to jump right in them ropes, and y'all going to get it because we live it. To the white people, really listen to the words and understand. All right, go ahead. You got it. We learned your French. We learned your English, your Spanish, your Dutch, your Portuguese, your German. You learned our nothing. You called us stupid. That's white privilege. And I'm sure it probably hurts for you to hear those two words, kind of like gunshots and explosions from those commissioned to protect you whisking past your ears. What is white privilege? It is the only five decades of legal acknowledgement expected to correct 400 years of white transgression. It is crack versus cocaine. Blacks receiving almost 20% longer sentences for the same exact offenses or like, for instance. A black man without a record is less likely to get a job than a white felon. Well, maybe it's because we're lazy and we don't work hard enough. Like, what the fuck? 400 years in the same field literally is an incredible resume builder. Mm. It is Katrina answering the government's prayers of eugenics. Dick Cheney going fishing the next day. Condoleezza on a shopping spree. Bush in San Diego. But Kanye is the one you call crazy because like it only took the USA two days to get aid to Asia, but five for FEMA to get to Canal Street and Esplanade. Mm. It is the one black, the only time thousands of white people are cheering for the black kid to win is in a stadium. It is you looking at me crazy even though... Oh, okay. Is you looking at me crazy even though... uh, I forgot. Shit, I forgot the poem. No, no. is you looking at me crazy um, if I told you to go back to Europe even though we didn't have a say and your great-grandparents came here voluntarily? It is you all of a sudden having a problem with immigration like this isn't even your nation. How the hell do you discover some shit that wasn't even missing to begin with? You've columbus our traditions. Had white girls twerking in high definition with multicolor hair and purple nails, but it was ghetto when we did it. Oh, am I making you uncomfortable? Try a cramp slave ship. Oh, wait, slavery is over now. It's just called the prison system because, like, you're not racist because you don't use the N-word, but y'all use niggas every day. What is white privilege? It is the acceptance of bombs over Baghdad, but not over Boston. It is European history being taught as a major and African as an elective. It is learning about my people only 28 days. Like, I'm not black every fucking second. It's every white boy want to fuck my brains out, not because I'm pretty, but because I'm pretty for a black girl. It's people thinking that Africa is one nation. It is the waving of the confederate flag like you didn't lose the battle and then telling us to get over slavery it's people saying that black people destroy neighborhoods but forgetting that white people have destroyed continents and it's every time i bring up my plight some white man has to tell me that i'm crazy but is kind enough to praise my english or say that we're all given the same opportunities even though he has a family history of wealth and i don't even know my family history at all it is the justification of police brutality like what did that person do well i'm sure it doesn't hurt as much when the victim doesn't look like you it is people thinking that affirmative action is an unfair advantage instead of keeping the qualified from being unfairly disadvantaged or throwing out a qualified applicant because their name sounded too African-American and his Newports imported into black communities, but black boys exported for weed. It is big plastic asses that are called fat when we naturally have them. It is an Australian woman whose new classic of rap music. It is everyone who hears this poem dismisses all this truth. I just spit as reverse racism. That is white privilege I lost it for a second but I no 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 forget that now what you just heard that's the equivalent of Michael Jordan dropping 50 I'll take it I'll take it that's the equivalent of Ali standing over Sonny Liston screaming get up even though we naturally had give me that part again just just that part can you remember? Can you jump right in wait, there wait. about the the asses? Oh, you know? uh, it is um, it is calling. Our, wait, I forgot. No, nah, it's hard for me to do that. I'm okay. not. Gonna it's go the rhythm. Okay. It's the rhythm. Yeah, like, it's I'm, hard I'm, for me I'm, to go okay. back. Let, let me give me let, a second. No, no, no. Let, let me it, paraphrase. Uh, it's talk, big plastic asses that are called fat when we naturally have them. There's an Australian woman who's a classic rap. Okay, music, yes. so so again, everybody want to be a nigga, but don't nobody want to be a nigga. Paul Mooney voice. Paul Mooney. Black people. Again, from from a from a cultural standpoint, from a from a everything we throw into this life, we are, the black man is the most like he said on Chappelle's show, the black man is the most in, in, uh, imitated man on the planet. You want our lips, you want our hips, you want our asses. You like the way we dance. You like the way we talk. You like our slang. You put it in your in your commercials. You put it in your movies. Every time you see a scene of the cool slow motion walk whether it's a comedy or whatever, what's in the background? Rap music. 
because it represents a cool, it represents an attitude that a lot of white people in culture go, we like that shit. You like everything about us, but us. Mm. And again, I'm not saying all white people, because I, I don't want white people to get turned off that are listening to this. You know I love you. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, you could you ever come to my show, I, I go after everybody's throat. My own people, this shit my people do that make me sick to my stomach. But I'm just saying, love us all the way. Or don't fuck with us, man. And so many of y'all fuck with us. You want the good parts, but you want to throw away the other shit. And it's just, you know, you get the collagen in your lips. You get the ass injections. You know, you get the tans when we naturally have them. We don't need lip injections. We don't need ass shots, even though a lot of sisters are doing it. Uh, we don't need, you know, uh, to get tans. We naturally have them. That was one of those mm, moments for me. Mm-hmm. And I think, and here's what I think I did. I th- I'll take the blame. I think I threw you off because I kept going. Mm. No, he, no. no, no but I, 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 I wasn't even, a, honestly, I wasn't even expecting to do it. Here's, here's what I'm, 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 I'm only saying that because when I do stand up, yeah. sometimes when somebody in the crowd I got talks, you. yeah, it throws you it off. It throws you off because I'm in a rhythm with my words. And yeah. if that word comes at me, it it derails yeah. me and then I got to get back on. So I, that's why I was like, but I couldn't help it because no, nah, no, nah, it was I, like I should have mm. just went over in my head. I wasn't even in thinking to do that because sometimes it's like, okay, do a poem. Like, oh wait, you know, I right. have to. I'm a linear thinker, so right. I have to like see things and and. That's a great yeah. resume builder. The, oh yeah, the, most the, people don't catch that line. Most people don't catch that line. It's a great resume, and then even it's like again, and being a fan of rap, words. Thank you, thank word you. Word play. It. Thank you very this much. This is what we do as comics. Is word play thank is you. being able to catch a moment and go like basketball. Uh oh, whip wop crossover broke your ankles. It's the word play that makes you yeah. slick. And you know, we learned your English, your French, and you call us stupid. Well, and so, like, that actually came from, um, I was originally a foreign language major right. in college, and so it was just kind of like, um, in high school, I, you know, I took foreign language in high school, but only, you know, European languages were available to be learned. Of course. Right, and so, you know, it just kind of came from the concept of, like, I have to put all this effort into learning about you, well, and you don't have to put any effort into learning about me, but somehow you still continuously call me an idiot. Well, you call me stupid. It's, it's the same as Black History Month, White History Year. Right. No, I mean, you know, we, absolutely. We, you learn about us the shortest month once. Yeah. We study y'all for the other months in school. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So come on, man. I mean, and, and there's this concept that talking about race, mm-hmm. because, I mean, I got a lot of messages a lot of messages but also the concept of talking about race makes you a racist and i think a lot of times white people have this defensiveness and immediately instead of listening to somebody talk about their oppression it's uh you know you're the real racist like how hold on rewind 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 say that part again instead of what Instead of listening and digesting instead of listening one more time instead of listening there we go how many times have I said on this fucking podcast, white people, fucking listen. Stop being so fucking quick to defend your position. It's like when I get into arguments with my broad. She goes, I'm sorry, but then you want to hit me with a bunch of verbiage. Yeah. And defend your position. How can you be sorry and defend your position? Well, if that's, you're a good sorry, point. that's a good point. You're sorry. You're wrong. You're acknowledging you're wrong. You can't be wrong and go, let me defend myself. Wrong with stipulations. Come on, B. Yeah. Y'all get my, you about to get my, I'm about to put my Tim's on, nigga. She <laughs> get me in my New York mode right now. But I, I think also what, one of the things that I, I found was interesting too, like when, you know, white people have adopted a lot of black slang, but mm-hmm. then turn around and, and thumb their nose to AAVE. What's AAVE? Um, African American Vernacular English or oh, Ebonics. I, I did not know. Yeah. Oh, Ebonics. Okay. Yeah, I, I mean, know yeah, but I'm saying like, I didn't you know, know the, I didn't know the, the right, clean, you know, the sweet term. The, the etymology. Where, yeah. You know, but no, I mean, I, I think that's interesting. You know, you know, slay, you know, yes, bitch, you know, uh, fleek. Yes, bitch. But then, you know. Bye, Felicia. Right. But then they, right. you know, turn around and and kind of thumb their nose at, at people who, you know, speak Ebonics. Right. Okay, but. Now let's let 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 the, let, let the white dude have a second. Here. Okay, come on. When you said that, and here's where the disconnect will happen, 
Because, right. And you've said it a little bit. Not all white people. Right. Not all white people. Correct. So when a white person defends themselves because they're not that person and they stop and they forget, though, they forget while they're defending themselves that that opinion that they have is still built on years of the privilege that they're still standing on. But they forget that when they're trying to have the conversation because they want to they want to remove themselves for that. And the reason they want to remove themselves from that isn't because they can't acknowledge it, but there is a certain amount of of your inheriting what obviously has happened before you, and this is where we've gotten into huge uh-huh. arguments on this. You're having, you're inheriting what has happened before you, but you want to be like, I'm not that person, but you right. have to still accept that you are taking advantage of everything that's come before you. Correct. Now that's the part. I, I think it's just in, intrinsic that people don't want to look like the monster. Like you we, are exactly right, right there. Um, when we yeah. talk about terrorism, for instance, you know, we have this, this vision that, you know, it's a, as a Muslim person, who is committing these acts when statistically most terror attacks occur from white males. Hello. But nobody wants to be the monster under the bed. Nobody wants to say that could be me. So the immediate thing is instead of saying, how can I help you and, and not be oppressed? Your immediate reaction is I'm not oppressing you, but you benefit from my oppression. Exactly. Now, for for a white person to understand that though, mm-hmm. uh, and I've heard many white, I don't want to say names right now because I, we were talking about this last night, but famous white people that say I that still don't understand the simple idea of white privilege, which is a very simple idea. Right? You've been your 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 your. I mean, nobody has worked harder for everything they have than all of the white men in my inbox. Nobody. I mean. <laughs> You know, uh, but but this way I simplify it the most, the easiest way is if we if we walk down a dark street together, opposite sides of the sidewalk, and there's a white dude and a black dude. Who is in most danger walking down the street? The black dude is in the most danger because the police can come rolling oh, well, right by. Absolutely, and that okay. So if we could just I was if, like, are we where are we in Compton no, no, or are no, we no. Like, where you got no, to give me some let, scenery let's, here? Let's not. You know what? I, something was said to me about Compton, and, what, and not even now. I'm talking about in in the 80s. Pre-gentrification. Early, yeah, yeah, pre-gentrification. Okay. So uh, what, what, a, a friend of mine who's black said, I said I, I almost ran out of gas in Compton. I was I had picked up a car at a at a rental at a rental, mm-hmm. and he said you need to get gas. And I was like, oh, I haven't. And then I forgot about it when I went to take off. So now the only place i could get gas was in compton uh-huh. and if you had ever been to compton in in the 90s uh, or in the late 80s everything is boxed up i mean there was fences on everything right. you mm-hmm. and it looks it looks dangerous and my my friend said hey why were you worried about it he goes i would have more of a problem in an unknown spot in compton as a black man getting gas because i don't know where i might be uh-huh. and right. I, you you're still just a white dude, even in Compton. If yeah. you're just in it, it's daylight, and, getting and, gas, and, get the fuck and, out. And the thing, too, is what black people know is, as a white guy, if you get fucked up in Compton. The police are coming. The police are coming. They're coming. And they're going to fuck up 10 times more niggas behind you being fucked up than the other way around. And that 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 is still part of the privilege that, the every, that everybody doesn't understand. And, and, I'm, and I'm saying that, I, I, and you're saying, listen. But what happens is immediately you crawl and – and I've heard a famous dude recently crawl up into his ball and said, I came from a poor household. My dad was an alcoholic. I didn't right. have any privilege. Yeah, you did though. I mean, but, but the thing is when you, when you talk about race, everybody dismisses the concept of, of privilege there, right? Like being tall for me is a privilege. Um, aesthetics is a privilege. Uh, sitting first class in the plane is a privilege. People recognize privilege – until like everybody wants to be privileged, but nobody wants to claim that they have it. But but privilege is real. Being male is is a privilege. You Having know, big tits and being a blonde. Is and a privilege. I, I don't have either of those. But I'm, but I recognize the privilege in that. So I, I think it's interesting when you statistically like I I remember I had this 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 person was like oh you know you know white person and I because I, I'm from the suburbs and I'm from inner city Chicago so I'm from here. But I'm all so I grew up in, in two very different environments where I grew up with, you know, very well off white people. And I grew up with up with poor black people. And one of my 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 mom's neighbors was like, oh, you know, thugs and blah, blah, blah. And, and so I was like, you know, statistically, that is not correct what you're saying. Oh, well, we'll just have to agree to disagree. I would love to live in a world where I can disagree <laughs> with math. 
Like, I would love to live in a world like that. But I don't. Because I know that statistically, that's not true. Let me, let me, let me, let me switch gears a little bit. Uh, we on the topic, but I want to throw this at you. I don't know if you were aware, uh, Tony Robbins, the guru. Yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't even read. And it's funny because I saw my white friend tweet about it, like uh-huh. him, you know, being problematic. But right. I didn't even well, research him. Cause- here, here's the clip. Um, DL posted, DL Hewley posted a clip where Tony Robbins. Now, you can't see what the makeup of the audience is. Right. But DL said there's no way that audience is black because there's no way black people would be laughing at that and support this. So I guess he's given a seminar about the power of the word nigger. Oh, and okay. he actually says the word a couple times. Oh. And uh, here's the clip. Um, let me, let me. Right now, when you're ready to explode, and what you've done is given that person absolute control of you. You have no control in your life. You are still a slave. Mm. <laughs> I said, you are. Well, you're being enslaved by you and nothing else. And I said, I'd like to have you be free, because I'm free and I'm white. So why don't you pretend that we're going to get you free right now? I suggest here's the way to do it. Everyone, stand up. I said, stand up. Come on, try something with me. Trust me, just for a moment, pretend I'm black. <laughs> I get him to stand up, right? Now I'll stand up. I said, now you guys, just do what I do, just for a minute, if you really want to be free, and if you want to have some fun. So let's try this. I stood up and I said, okay, follow me. Do what I say, say what I say, move the way I move. I'm a nigger, you're a nigger. be a nigger, So, wow. So now, of course, wow. Ninety percent of the responses were people who were upset, right? Wow. I know. Hold up. Ninety percent of the responses were from people who were upset. But every now and then, you get black people. You get black people who say this. Now, this is this is this this black dude wrote this. As black people, I think our use of the word nigger ties us to our past more than. A white person says nigger. We use it more, thought to have appropriated it and made it our own. But I don't know if that's possible with such a word. The word nigger was used to dehumanize our ancestors, but we dropped the hard ER and thought it was okay to use it toward each other. Well, we still have brothers and sisters that don't see each other or themselves as humans. So I think we should wean ourselves off of the word nigger as well. Either that or let everyone use it to truly detach, I know, it from its origins and strip it of its power for good. Gerard Carmichael said he'll know we've made progress when Ellen says, ladies and gentlemen, my nigga Bruno Mars. Watch the show, LOL, LOL. It was funnier in context. The episode was about him having a white friend with a nigga pass. I personally don't think Tony Robbins is a racist. And to give him the benefit of the doubt with this, with this out of context video. I'm sure his intentions weren't malicious, to which I responded. White people never have the right to tell us what we should and shouldn't do in regards to our Holocaust. Do you Mm. see them telling Jews what to do and how to feel? Do you think the rape victims would be okay with the rapists telling them how to move on? We as black people need to stand up and make those respect our history and pain the same way the Jews do. With all due respect, this constant suggestion that many black people make on, uh, that many black people make on how we shouldn't say it or allow them to say it in and of itself is a slave oh forgive massa mentality quite frankly what we do in our community is none of white folks business what go on in our locker room is in our fucking locker room and our business white folks have had a history of taking black culture using it and reaping the rewards for its financial gain and giving us no residuals we are still waiting on our 40 acres in a mule and while we continue to wait for something that should be paid from a pure humane and morality standpoint, you want to sit here and tell us how to react, even as our blood continues to be shed in the streets over such a word and the racist, violent actions behind it. Nigga, get real. Gerard Carmichael made a stupid attempt to make a funny, not realizing that they already say that word freely on network television. Anytime a movie is played on TV that contains the word, every other curse word is bleeped out except that word, which shows you how they really feel about us. It's automatically in the lexicon of American culture without apology. I love white folks. I fuck a lot of white chicks. Stop mm. making excuses for that bullshit. Um, wow. Wow. I think what's really interesting, too, is, is a lot of times white people's eagerness to say the word, you know, or more importantly, their 
being upset that they can't say the word. Right. It's like you have all of these things allotted for you, but right. this one thing you can't have. Right. You can go into so many spaces, but this one thing you can't have. And also what's interesting is like there is this assumption that but word, keep that thought, not to cut you off, but no, no, I just I don't want to forget my point no, too, on your point. What you just said, that's like when I hear white people get upset when they go, man, if there was a a, a network called Black and White Entertainment Television, y'all we y'all black people would be up in arms. It's like motherfucker. It's called ABC. It's called every other channel. Yeah, yeah. y'all got that already. That's why we have to have a BT. Right. But go ahead. But no, using taking a word that is offensive and and making it familial. Right. Um, it's not uncommon. It's not just reserved for black people. I mean, if my my friend called me a bitch, hey, that's my bitch. That's my bitch. But if if some man walking down the street called me a bitch, he gonna be looking, you know, for the restroom to get himself together. Unless he's your man, he go my bitch. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know what I mean? If he's your man, if that's your nigga. Then that's my bitch. I mean, you know, somebody. You know, we was listening to the. Uh, you know, if I call you a bitch, it's because you're my bitch. And then he looked. He said, I was like. You better be lucky. It's, it's, just go ahead. Go ahead. This is a comedian in me. I get you. I know if I was your dude and I'm shifting your organs around and I'm knocking that uterus <laughs> back, you my bitch. <coughs> and you're going to be like, that's my nigga. Let me get up and make this nigga some ham sandwiches. Right. Go ahead. Well, turkey ham. There but you go. know, whatever. Because, you know, I care about your health. I got you. Because your bitch cares. I got, there you go. <laughs> your bitch cares. There you go. But I mean, even, you know, like the, the F word. Like, I'm, I'm not going to say that word. That's not my word. You the know what F I'm word. saying? The, Fuck. No, the three letter one. F word, three letter one. Oh, f- oh f- faggot. Uh, I'm not going to say oh, that word. Man. Ever, ever. Um, but I'm yeah. saying, you know, that you, the word is used marginalized. You know, group of people use that word and they call each other that. Do you think gay people call each other that? Yeah. I've, I've That's interesting. I've heard a few. All right. Yeah. You know, I can't say, I can't speak, you know, for, for and them. Isn't that, that how, how but it's I mean, like unique it, that like niggas go, call each nigga, yeah. women, bitch. Right. Like one I, of they my do closest friends. Right. One of my oh, closest friends, you know, I, our, our nickname for each other for a long time was whole face. Like, what's up, whole face? Like. That's hilarious. You know, and, and, and that was just, you know, what we call each other. Like, right. so, I mean, people do that all the time. People do that across the board, you right. know, all the time. They do beep out uh, the word, nigga. Mm-hmm. I've never, I've never seen it. Always beeped out now. Oh, oh now, now. Then. that must Always. be recently because there used to no, be a no, time no, no, when no. they wasn't were like that fly. It wasn't even recently. I remember. I, okay, just, just, just going back. Anytime I saw a time to kill on TV, they said it. Maybe, be, maybe that might have been different because contextually, yeah, maybe. Well, how, so but one no, nigga's better than another nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, all the yeah, time. because if, you, if you just said the word, like anytime you watch anything right now and you do, the word is just said it, it, without that kind of context that you're talking about, it is it's bleeped out. But but here's the thing that I thought that was the funniest thing, and this is this shows America a little bit differently, and I think this is funny. Uh, no one else is going to think this is funny, but I'm going to explain it. Uh, CNN. When uh, the war broke out, um, which one? Because it's a lot of the, the, the first Bush war, and Bernard Shaw was the the big uh, uh-huh. the, the head anchor on CNN. There was also a time uh, at that time when he was the and he was he was the man. I mean, he was new. CNN was the biggest thing. He was the biggest uh, the uh-huh. guy on on TV right then. And then uh, there was uh, a situation where somebody was called a racial epitaph, and I remember him. Having to say, and I looked at his face, and when he was reading it, he he said the word racial epitaph, and yeah. he, we knew what he was talking about. And if anybody should have been allowed to say it on national television nah, at that nah, moment, nah. no. But but he you're had saying to put, you disagree. You say you disagree. I mean, well, but, but anybody who should have been able to say it on national television—that was the dude who, at that moment, well, okay. at that moment, at that time, should have been able to put it into into a perspective. That's what was said, and he couldn't even do it on national television. So that's what I'm saying about uh, they take it off TV. But of all the people who, when you looked at his face and he was reading it like a racial epithet, like he, like this is bullshit. I mean, have you ever been to like um, a concert? And, you know, I went to see, who did I go see in concert? No, I think it was even Chris Brown in concert. And just watching like young white girls get excited over being able to say the word. Like, you better be lucky I'm high, bitch. You wow. know, because because I curse your ass out if I wasn't. La- what was it last night uh, after my show? Uh, these two white boys who wanted to be niggas so bad. Oh God! The one white boy, and this has happened to me before. But the white boy comes up to me and goes, "Hey man, I love you, Aries man. I love you, boy, you my nigga." 
And I just, you know, and there's people around, and oh. I, I want to make this sale. I want to give the show, dap them up, but I'm, I'm like, motherfucker, you, you know, th- to be that comfortable, yeah, where you automatically assume that I'm you not can gonna get that off, slit your throat. That's, yeah. that's mm-hmm. I remember another show I did, and uh, white boy, and this white boy came up to me and said, uh, older white man was like, man, those racial jokes about. Uh, interracial couples is hilarious because my sister's married to a nigga. Uh, I was just like, you know. I mean, I've even seen, like, I had posted something in this this white woman who um, exclusively dates black men. Well, she's, I don't know her like that, but she was like, yeah, because my daddy be like, and, um, and saying something about her husband, but, you know, she like, you know, nigga, come get this plate. out. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on there, Bethany. I need you to mm, bring it back. Bring it right, back. Bring right. it back. Um, we're not going to uh, do that. And I mean, even when I was in school, I remember this guy said to me, I love black people. I just hate niggers. And he looked at me like, you know, that that was okay to say. And, and right. uh, you know, I'm in high school and, you know, I went to a predominantly white school. So I'm just trying to kind of survive. And I and I just remember that, like, just the freedom Right. You know, I I know I wasn't the first person he said that to, and I'm pretty sure he said that to. Right. But that's a Chris Rock joke, too. Oh, well, this was. No, I'm just saying. But, but I mean, but this was, I think, I don't, I don't uh, think an, he was. An, another girl, another girl writes, uh, I get his point, but I really think there was a better way to convey his point. But I get the dramatic effect he was aiming for, and he got it. There is no reason why one word should keep us enslaved and triggered so easily. And again, I wrote, and this is short, way shorter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the danger is too often there is violence towards us behind that word. It's more than just the word. It's a whole history of violence behind it that still takes place today. When was the last time one of Tony Robbins' people was called nigga followed by bloodshed? Right. And so, and so, you can't tell anybody how to get over their trauma not, and not, trauma that not, continues. Not only that, but my, my point that I really want to get off is... It's not just a word. Mm-hmm. You can't say, oh, it's it's just a word. And, and again, I hear some black people go, it don't bother me. Well, it don't bother you because you've never been staring down the barrel of a racist cop's pistol. Right. As he's Absolutely. calling you nigga. Mm-hmm. So, of course, it don't bother you because it's never affected you. Right. So I've, 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 I've never been in a situation where I'm staring at a barrel of a racist cop's pistol, but I know it exists. Right. And I know when I see it on TV and I hear the stories and I see it all over social media, black people being shot and killed. That affects me. Right. I don't, I don't have to stare down the barrel of a gun. It affects me because it could be me. Right. And even Absolutely. if it's never me, I, I, I'm not detached from who I am and my history and my people's plight. That bothers me. My, um, my father had surprised me when I was, at home yesterday in Georgia and he surprised me. And so he ended up staying in my house or whatever. And he tripped the alarm, but didn't wake me up and tell me he tripped the alarm. So I was woken up by the police and I thought about it today. I was like, you know, my, my own daddy could have walked outside and, and been shot because he tripped my alarm in my house. You know how easy that is and, and just how quickly things turn simply because there was a six foot three, you know, black man walking around with a joint in my front yard. I, I got a question, though, and it, 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 it differs from where you are at right now, but you brought it up. You said the white girl at the concert mm-hmm. and she's. I mean, it was a whole bunch of them. But she's I, going along. With, is she going along was, with the song? Is she going along with the song? It's, it's a whole bunch. I mean, okay. But I want to. I want to ask you this question because this is. This, I, I've never even asked Aries this question. So you're at the concert, right? I've been at the concert right. before. The song's going, right? The word is coming up. The right. word's coming up. You're the white dude with your black friends, and you're there, and everybody's in it, and it's going, and it's going, and it's going, and the word hits. What is the white dude supposed to say? He's in it. Nothing. <laughs> do, do you do you say the word fuck at all? Yeah. Do you have children? Do you say the word fuck around your children yeah. or around other people's children? I try not to, but so you know when to censor yourself. I try not to. So you no. as an adult know when to censor yourself I, for the I, word fuck, but not for the word no, nigga. No, no, no. I didn't. You, you know. No, I'm saying, I'm saying, but I'm saying as an adult, adult person, you would understand that there are certain words that I can't say, at least in certain situations. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm asking you this question. That dude, and it's not me, that dude is in there with his friends. 
There's no censoring. It's not kids. It's your friends. It's your. You feel at home. You, you should is, know better. My friends don't say the word nigga. You should know better. My white friends don't. Okay, I understand what you're saying, but then you then then and I don't use it either. So we can't. Don't put this right. This, no, this no, my, no. I understand. This, this is the question I, you're you're that I'm hypothetical asking. white guy at the concert. So he's there. He's with everybody. The song is on. He loves the song. He loves the music. He loves the key. He isn't the racist. He isn't the person. He's one of the. He's one of everybody else. And you separate. Now you're separating. I tell you what. Are you separating? No, no. It's me, a word. No, I, no, no. I tell you but what. Are we separating? No, no. Are we listen, listen, drawing listen. a distinction Here, between who you yourself are? Let me, not let, me, let me take the. Yeah, let me take the onus off the white guy and put it where it belongs. If you're the black dude and you let your white friend say that, knowing the history of our people and what we've been through and what we're still going through, you deserve to be called a nigga. Because only a nigga would allow himself to be around white people that say that. My, my white friends don't say the word nigga. You know to, what I'm saying? to my knowledge. It's, it's like, it's like to your what's, knowledge. Dude, there's no difference between 2019. I love that you said that, though. There's no difference between 2019 and 1687. If your white, if you allow your white friends to say nigga around you like it's nothing, you might as well be a slave back in 1677. Okay. My only, my only thing. Shame on you if you are black and you allow that. Shame on you. But you don't feel that in that moment of the song, it's the song. We're all in this song. What we're all just, one. We're all what, one. What we're she, all one people. What she just said. So we're not all what one she, people. No, fuck all that. What she just, respect. I'm not gonna curse around a child out of respect. We're not children. It don't make no difference. But, yeah, it does. But children are humans, and with with different differences than adults. Correct. So you can you can recognize the difference. It's not. We're not even talking about intellect. We're talking about respect. I, I can curse around my child, but that doesn't mean I want some random cursing around my child. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Right. All I'm saying is, so then it's not. It, it, it's always going to be separate because at that moment, what you said. Yeah, yeah, it's, separate. it's always going to be mean, separate. But I, I, I think in in that context, we're acting as if racism doesn't exist outside of the song. Does it exist in that group? I mean, how- I, I would imagine if 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 my friends. Said the word. Then you're, well, we stop They're, right. Yeah, we, 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 we can stop right there. Friends. Yeah, yeah. We're not friends. And if they're really your friend, I, I can't they know better. That. Yeah. They know better. If they're your friend. I, I'm just giving the other side of the argument. Yeah, well, I let's shut try. that down. No, well, I mean, I close for business. I think there's just this, this whole concept of of let's be even during the rap song, but in reality, that's not that's not the reality. Right. Once that's that, not the reality. Once, 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 once three that, minutes, 15 once seconds that, once is that, up, we're not that, even. Once that concert is over and we leave that stadium, the arena, we back to hard reality. Okay, hard reality. But then how do we get to be all one if you are at, a, at an area where everybody felt the same? But uh, listen, if, you, if you really think uh, the, the onus of responsibility for, for ending racism comes with black people allowing white people to say nigga, like that's crazy to me. No, that's that's And if that's the qualification to become all one, will we never be all one? Well, I don't think we're ever going to be all one anyway. But here's some, here's my but but my point is, in a moment where there's a joyous moment, you're at a concert, you're having a good time, and you can't figure out how to be all one at that time. How do you figure out to be how we won on hard times? What? If you're in a moment, I heard I, what you I, said. I wish you guys could see where Andy is sitting. He's in between us, uh, so he is getting it from the left and the right. I got it in stereo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not disagreeing with you. I am throwing out the other okay, example. Okay. Other, 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 You're doing devil's advocate. Because what I'm because saying. Because the devil needs an advocate. Okay, here's, I, here's I, what, look at the irony. Yeah. The devil's advocate, the white man. I just got, the, I got the devil advocate. and it's Paul Mooney. The, the devil the is got, being the, the devil. The devil is being, being the devil. Listen, what I'm trying to say is if, if, if in a joyous moment we can't figure out how to be all one, how do we do it in a hard Well, time? I tell you what, here's, here's what you do. In a joyous moment, in a joyous moment, when you scream, nigga, I'm in a joyous moment. Gonna knock the shit out you. It ain't on purpose. Listen, I'm just joy. joy. Just over joy. I'm just joy. Swing, I'm swinging joy. my fist. Yeah. Joy, and it's just gonna happen to knock your jaw loose. Maybe, yeah. maybe then that, that's where it should be. It should start at a mosh pit. Not a mosh pit. No, because no, nobody, no black here's, people. Here's, here's what I would say to my wife. That's not true. Now that that's not. Here's true what at I would all. say to my wife, friend. If you want to say the word, we gotta be fair. You can say it, but I gotta hit you. You can you say gotta, it, but I, you have. You to gotta let me hit you. 
No, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just I was just doing the devil's advocate thing. No, I, yeah. I, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't I just think I just I feel like, you know, reparations are are a little more important than white people saying the word nigga. When you get your forty acres and a mule, I, I, I'm gonna use I'm, the, I'm, I'm gonna use the word. Hmm. Because you're not getting if, the... if the government wants to. <laughs> so, oh my God! I'm. Thank you for bringing that up. Can I cut into this no, next? Go ahead. Go Let ahead. Me, it, I'm so glad you brought that up. God damn it! Forty acres of mule. This is from Marley Jonell. I heard this interesting tidbit. My point was, you're not going to get that forty acres in a mule, so I'm never right. Gonna say it. No, no, absolutely. I mean, because I don't like mules. I know I'm not the only one who's so sick of seeing our people brutalized by the police. It's very unsettling to know that a woman could yell out, "I'm pregnant," and your response as a man is to shoot at her five times. We're seeing this happen all the time, yet we keep marching, we keep protesting, we keep having conversations. The reason why it continues to happen is because we have no leverage as a people. In 2017, United States Holocaust survivors received roughly four hundred thousand dollars each in reparations from France. How did they do it? The decision to pay reparations came after U.S. Holocaust survivors stopped a French company from bidding on U.S. railway contracts. In essence, they stopped the French from being able to make money until the French paid up. They have leverage, which is something we lack as a people. If we want to see an end to brutality, we have to get serious about our buying power. Black America alone has more buying power than Spain and Mexico. Again, there's no freedom. There's no liberation. There's no justice without economic freedom. What's your point, though? Did you listen? Yeah, but what's your point? You brought up reparations, 40 acres yeah. and a mule. So I had to play that. Yeah. How do you feel about reparations? Me personally? Mm-hmm. I feel that that should have been taken care of a long time ago. I don't know how you would take care of it today. You'd have she, to. She just told you. What? Didn't she just tell you? How to take care of it today? Yeah. About the, buy, about the buying power. Yeah, well, no, but I'm talking about the actual money that's owed there's an amount of money that's owed there's an amount of property that's owed yeah that's, right. it's it's been owed yeah i know so when you are you asking me about reparations or how to take care of it because when, so what, business, you, what, what i'm you, what i'm saying is we have to do it ourselves because they're not giving it to us okay like they or, should or 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 did you hear what she's also said the the jewish the jewish people put together a group sued so that they couldn't get bids so that they could get money the jewish people also kind of already have money um, the Jewish people have money, but for a different reason. And I'm not going to, I'll, I'll get into this a little bit okay. differently. And you got to remember, I have a degree in history okay, and do, I was, do, and I speak together, German. Okay. So let's do this I know together, about, so, uh, I, before y'all get into, let me just say, um, sweetie, uh, I, I'm not, you know, respectfully, go ahead. no, go ahead. I, I'm, I'm turned on by you. Oh, go ahead. well, thank you. Thank you. This, no, fucking, no, this no, girl got her shit together. There's a lot of differences. And no weave. Go ahead. Oh, no, yeah. There's a, there's a lot of differences. One, first of all, uh, the African, black African nations that w- okay. w- were, were stripped of, of wealth before uh, this occurred. Right. So there is no, like you said, there's no bank account to, to go right. get that money for. The Jews did have some money spread across the world because Jews were worldwide. Right. So there was some money. But uh, their money was, uh, the, the, the largest group of Jews was in Germany at that time. Correct, correct. And the money was taken and stripped. And, and, and given and back. And give them what back. they could, what they could, right? Get back. Absolutely, They're because still... Germany did pay reparations to the Jews, uh, and they kind of had to at that time. If, because... you, if you were, if you were to go to Israel, um, a lot of the taxis there are Mercedes Benz. It's not on accident, right? But I mean, and you had to remember, Jews can afford to send every single, you know, teenager who can't afford to go on their own to Israel for for you know a can't afford, or they do because, but you have to do certain things to be able to go. What do you to have Israel. to do? Uh, I didn't go, but there are things that you have to do. One, you have to get your bar mit- you have to okay. get your bar mitzvah. So, but but we're, we're, we're talking about economically. Economically, okay, yeah. But, economically. So uh, I'm with you. I'm trying okay. to get to this point. Uh, so I think what you need to do is that they need to figure out what was owed at right. that time, and then they need to do. Uh, and it's easy to track lineage now, and they need to go back and repay. But 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 how do you track lineage for people who weren't? On the census, um, they still uh, they can do it through DNA. Okay, uh, they can, but but that's another weird thing because then they have everybody's DNA and they have everybody's. Uh, but, She's smarter than me. <laughs> <laughs> but there's but there's different ways that we could go about it. There could be claims made, and then they could do research. There's different ways that we could go about it. Uh, it until that's paid, uh, 
you're right. Then the only way to do it is with buying power. And we, we've had this conversation on here before. But who are the people that are going after? And then the you black- have to, I mean, okay, we can consider inflation. We can consider that, you know, black people make less than a, a white person anyway. So we have to maybe even and make concessions for the fact that there has been, when black people were able to be employed, we were still under we were making less money, so can we can we throw that in there as well? No nope. generation. We can understand nope. the concept of generational wealth, but we can't understand the concept of generational poverty. But without the property that was guaranteed, the property is the base of well, what the, the 40, 40, 40 acres and a mule was 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 more um, not necessarily. It was an idea, right? It was an idea by an abolitionist, but even still, you know, when we had Japanese internment, the United States turned around and and paid the Japanese money for the the Japanese internment and you know even you know native americans or indigenous americans even though they do get a super shitty deal they still receive some monetary compensation black people do not receive monetary compensation the most we'll get is some HBCU money, uh, college money, but white people get college money. But the property value, and they also try to rig the system to get into the well. Colleges. And and what's the interesting too, been well, forever. and what's interesting too with HBCUs, HBCUs have to take on um, a certain amount of population. A lot of HBCUs currently are actually populated more by white people. Hello. That's a true story. That's a true. I mean, in order to just like who, just like who, who, who's on welfare more? White, white people. people. Hello. But then if you want to do that, though, and I, and I don't mind saying that because there are w- way right. more white people on it, but there's way more white people so that naturally in the percentage, it's still higher, though, in the white Well, community. you niggas will be gone soon. Uh, white people no, but, are going to be extinct. But the biggest, Don't interrupt my Paul Mooney niggas. Yeah. You motherfuckers are coming to an end. The biggest problem, though, with that wealth, the wealth projections that you talk about right. was property. If they owned any property, they were given an acre. Right. It would have changed the whole complex where we are right now because real estate, property value is where the money is. Well, okay. So I can agree with that. But at the same time, statistically, if you have a a black neighborhood that is affluent, right? So you have black people making a certain amount of money in this particular neighborhood and they're making the same amount of money as these white people across there. Statistically, white people's property is still worth more. But you're going up. I understand what you're saying. You're Currently. going up. You're going up worth more. I'm talking about just giving. Uh, when we talk about white privilege, a, a, a reasonable. I'm not even asking for a fair start. A reasonable start. Black people were never given any any right. start. I'm saying we could go back. We could somehow figure out how to do. And I'm not saying that they're going to get pro- that we would give up property because I don't know. The government does still own a lot of the right. of the nation. They could give back property. They right. could also give back dollars for what property would be worth. And even – I'm not even talking about – I know it's not, it's, it's, it's not a lot of money, but what if it's enough to get a, a, a family member to college and to start putting the things in, I mean, in the right even place? If, even if every black person had access to free education um, and or, you know, in my case, having student loans wiped out, that would make a tremendous difference. But you have to remember that that's not every single case for every black person. I, I get that. But we have to find a way to start. I, what, what was taken and what was never given and what was promised right. has, has never come to, to fruition. And some of that has to – some of that could take place when you're saying about buying. Blacks have, should have the most buying power because, first of all, and this is – I think you're going to agree with me on this – the only true culture in the, that is the American culture in this country is the black culture. And so when you're talking about rap music and other, that's white people have to be into that because that's the real I mean, culture I, I think, of this country. I think indigenous Americans have, have uh, their culture. For the sure. First Nation people are not. I, 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 God, I, I hate mean, they're, they're, it's the not, genocide is. It's is, not has, because of the genocide. It's not relevant to what I'm saying is because they're. Their culture will never be able to blossom into this anymore because of the genocide. They're not here as a group that could uh, change the culture of this country. I mean, let 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 people, Latinx people, Latino, Latino, they uh, they're kind of pervasive too. Yeah, but the the black culture was the only culture that's come into America in America, the United States of America. Okay, take out me- the Mexican culture, take out okay. the, the take out First Nations or Indigenous, whatever, however you want to call that. Take out all the Euro- white European culture, 
the only people that were rooted here, that were formed and grew from a, a, an organic way, is the black culture in this country. But I, I think that's, that's saying in the assumption that, the, that there aren't cultural differences or cultural similarities between black people in the United States and cultural similarities between uh, Africans, because that's just not true. I mean, that, that culture didn't completely die. The language may have died. The language um, connection may have died. But, I mean, the, the oral tradition, the dancing. Go ahead. Um, you know, there are a lot of things that black people, you know, had to cultivate here for sure. But there were a lot of traditions that did come over on those, those slave ships. They did. But when you come, when you take, let's say we take a plant. Uh, there's a, there's a uh, parsley. And there's okay. a difference between an Italian parsley and the parsley we grow here. Okay. When you rerooted, uprooted, took away culture, removed people from their culture, and had them have to replant, regrow, right. that's a different culture. Well, yeah, and yes, there is some. There is there obviously is a connection to a, a culture, the past, the history. But when we talk about European white Europeans, they didn't. Uh, connect to their culture. They brought their culture. Their culture was sitting right here with them. They brought over all their goods, their needs, and everything right. that they could do so they could continue their exact culture. The, okay. the Hispanic culture has always been right next to this country, so that's come over and it's come over as, it's, as it, as it okay. grew naturally. Uh, unfortunately, the Native American, the, the First Nation, that, that culture, and I hate, and I don't mean, I'm not dismissing what I'm saying. I'm just being realistic here. That culture was was kind of Wiped out and then put into a small uh, right, petri right, dish yeah, and absolutely. allowed to grow. And they're in, to, they, they got casinos. Uh, they got that's yeah. that is what they got out of this deal, yeah. right? And, and almost didn't get that. Right. Uh, so that's that's still growing in its petri dish. It's not evolving. Right. It, it devolved. Absolutely. I'm, I want to switch gears. So, well, but, but but so that's all I'm saying about this culture. This the the true identity of this country really. Is becoming a, it, because of the growth and and the explosion of black culture. Well, I is mean, the culture of this country. Okay, well, you can go back to the census, right? So you did say something about census. At the very least, black people were on the census for uh, the beginning of last century. Now, so that's the way that you can say, okay, well, if you're a descendant of these people, then you know, versus someone who came because they weren't letting pe black people over here. Let, let her if we have the last word because I want to switch gears for a second because we're running out of time, but. Uh, I wish you guys could see her in all her Claire Huxtable splendor. <laughs> I mean, the, the the yellow sun top is beaming. She got the legs crossed. She's in she's in the throne chair. Thank you. This, um, you know, Claire. I want to let you know that Theo and Rudy and the kids have a wonderful mother. You see, uh, I want to switch gears for a second because we're down to a couple of minutes. Um, Here's my question to you. Okay. Uh, you got another hour in you? Yeah. I just okay. have to pee. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and I know it's going to be a royal piss. Listen, listen. You know? <laughs> this woman is splendid. So listen, um, let's wrap this one up. And okay. just like we talked about we were going to do. Yeah, don't even talk about it. It just happens. Let's just let uh, it happen. Okay. So, but they'll know for Thursday. Yeah. Okay. All right. We don't need to tell them that? No. I can tell. I Surprise, bitch. I send them notes. Oh, it's about Steve? Yeah. It's about the people listening. They, they already know. They're going to get a notification. We're going to... Oh, for real? Yeah, what if we decide we don't want to do... What if we decide we want to put this out next week? What do you mean? The second hour? Yeah. I'm not saying we will, but just let it happen organically. Nah, fuck that. We're going to put it out Thursday, man. Okay, but... Yeah. Are we agreeing on the same shit? Yeah. Oh. But right. let, Look let, at this let, racial but, harmony but, right but, here. But, but let's let them like, wonder, oh, are we going to get that? Other, other oh, thing? you want to build up? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh... Yeah, so listen, y'all. Um, last name again. Lacey. K Lacey. Kyle, Kylie Lacey. Kyla. Kyla Lacey. Uh, tell them where they can find you. So my Instagram is Kyla, K-Y-L-A, uh, J Lacey, L-A-C-E-Y. And then that's also my Twitter. My uh, Facebook is Kyla Janae Lacey, J-E-N-E-E, -E, like Renee with a J. So it's Kyla, K-Y-L-A. It's like... Um, Kyle, but instead of an E, a vagina at the end. Okay. Now, now, officially, what do you like? What do you do for like? Are you so, in the creative? Uh, no, I, absolutely. I um, I've blogged for like BET and and uh, HuffPost, but like freelance blog, and uh, the Root, and then. But I mostly do poetry. I I write. I've I've even done comedy. Where, where, where can people get your? Can they get your stuff? Can they? Can they? Yeah, I have a website. 
Uh, that's right, Kyla. W R I T E. Mm-hmm. That's right, like, right. like that's right, Kyla, and right. that's right, Kyla. All right. So um, yeah, you can find me. On Yo, man, topics. y'all go. Come on, man, y'all go support again. Black people, we have to. Like I said on DL Hewley show, we DL got us. to support one another. Please, brothers, go uplift this queen. Get do what you got to do. Females, just for a second, just snatch the weave out your hair, throw it out, and what? feel what that feels like. Uh, and support this sister, please. Uh, y'all know where to find me. Uh, Patreon, um, cameos, uh, Instagram, all that shit. Uh, yeah, man, we're gonna keep the stew brewing, baby. Uh, I'm Andy Comedy. I'm on AndyComedy.com. You can find all my social media in the upper right hand corner. And I want to tease a question for the next episode with you that's coming up. In your poem, you use the term uh, reverse racism. Yeah. You know that doesn't exist. So then, why was that? Was that? Was that in there for that purpose? Let her answer on the next one. Uh, on the next one. Yeah. All right. Same bad time, same bad channel. We out ya. Pussy ass, nigga.